Are you looking to level up your author business? Are you pounding your head against a wall, wondering what your next step should be? Then join me, Daniel Wilcox. And me, Sasha Black, as we haul ass each week in a bid to level up. Level up. Come along for the ride as we delve deep into the business of writing, craft, entrepreneurship, and every level of the author journey. This is the Next Level Author Podcast. Hello Achievers and welcome to episode number 40 of the Next Level Author Podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step-by-step progress as we level up our author business. My name is Annie Wilcox and here with me every week is... (laughs) The cackling Sasha Black. As we race towards, I was going to say race towards the end of 2020, but as this episode airs, it will officially be 2021, which is weird to think about because I never, ever thought this year would end. (laughs) Neither did I. It never begun, it never ended, it it just is. So yeah. Hi, happy new year, everyone. If you listen to this, which I'm yeah. hoping you are because I said the words and presumably it's going to hit someone's ear canal. Um, happy fucking new year. Happy Thank new year. fuck it's not 2020 anymore. What did you do for new year, Sasha? How was it? Uh, <laughs> it was, yeah. Be interested to see if you're going to bullshit your way through that yeah. one. So for transparency, yeah. we, we are recording this on the 18th of December um to afford us a little bit of a christmas break um and as such we have no comments this week we don't really have anything that we've enjoyed because we're miserable and we gave it all out over the last few <laughs> weeks and uh yeah we we figured we'd forego the usual format and uh look ahead at 2021 because obviously this is the next level authors podcast a big part of reaching the next level is goal setting is setting direction knowing where you're going and uh, that was kind of how we started this whole shebang we had uh, an episode early in 2020 that was all about what we wanted to achieve by the end of 2020 let's say that a lot i want to stop saying that um and yeah let's you know have a look at what 2021 is gonna gonna bring for us each because i mean i've learned i've learned plenty through 2020 a lot of that has informed what i want to do going forward so i've got three uh, overarching strategic goals and i've broken down a few tactical bits beneath in which i want to i know you're laughing because your list is tremendously huge <laughs> Um, no, and I just wish I could be like you and have three strategic goals yeah, but then I've, a clusterfuckery I've, of stuff. Yeah, and then I've got sort of bits and pieces that I'm going to do specifically and tactically to to make it happen and to make that, uh, to help me reach that strategic goal. And I don't know if we'll also do this in an episode, but I think it's, it's always worth, because we mentioned a couple of times that we have words that we theme each year with um, that guides what we want to achieve and, and the direction. And um, yeah, we'll throw some of that in as well. So... I don't know, how do you want to do this? Do you want to, do you want to take seven of yours to begin with? So, okay, so here's the thing. I have, I can narrow it down to four sections, two of which are kind of merged. So I've got writing, I've got publishing, I've got courses and audio, and then I've got like numerical goals. Mm. So that's how I've broken it down. And how, before we, before we dive into them, before my voice goes squeaky, um, how like when you're sitting down and thinking about setting your goals Mm. what particular things are you looking for because what 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 is it that informs what the goals that you want to set for yourself in in the years ahead because sometimes it's it's hard for people to think of what goals because 365 days is a long span of time and depending on where you Mm. are in your journey it can be quite hard to think of what's going to come up next well i mean i Look, the thing is, I am never realistic about what I can get done in a certain amount of time. So I'm never really looking at a year as 
other people would look at a year like other people might look at a year and then break it down into six months or quarters and think okay what's realistic about you know to get done in that time period I call bullshit on that and I just um you know have a list and push myself to the absolute extremes of achievement in order to get as much done as possible and I always feel really restricted when I'm like oh I I have to do this in this quarter or I'm going to plan for that amount of time in that quarter because here's the thing like life isn't you know I no it's not and and I have a kid which means life is always more unreliable than reliable and Hmm. we've had COVID um you know this year so it's really I just more and more I'm throwing planning out of the window and just trying to hello small cat (laughs) um more and more I am gonna shut my door (laughs) (laughs) Grim has learned to open doors. That's impressive. I know. She is impressive. Aren't you a little demon cat? Um, Yeah, more and more, I am getting to the point where I'm like, planning doesn't work for me. And it's not, and I think it's just the tangible putting it on a piece of paper planning. It's not that I haven't done planning. I know what I want to achieve. I know I've got numerical goals. I've got, you know, measurable stuff. I just don't want to put timescales on it because... I immediately want to break them. It's too restrictive and and too, um, I feel like somebody's putting rules on me or constraints and I get more done when I have a fucking massive, ridiculous, unrealistic list. And I'm like, yeah, let's fucking do it. Do it all, get it all done. But that's how I personally work. Yeah, just to to balance that. Yeah. Just to balance that, my, my, I'm, I need time-bound goals to give me some indication of what to aim for. My problem in the past has been making those too, uh, what's the word? Too demanding, too close, not really. like They're realistic because I've hit them, but I've had to work my ass off to hit them. So my one of my goals for this year is just to recalibrate how long I give myself to do stuff and just make it a bit more friendly on me and my patterns of work. But yeah, two totally different approaches, but they work. Yeah, like, and this is the thing, like, but you're saying about more realistic but I never know how long something's going to complete and and I mean that in the best possible way like you know I know in productivity books people are like oh you need to work out how long something's going to take no well no not for me because I would never ever ever have said that I could edit the whole of Trey in four days like not ever in a million years would I have thought exactly exactly and that's my point like I probably would have allowed three months to do that and I did it in four days so like like, and everything is like this I I never would have I never would have assumed it would have taken me two two years to get Trey done you know the the first draft two years and then four days to edit it what like you can't you know and none of my books ever take a consistent amount of time and I'm just I've accepted that and I'm working with it and I think that it's something to do with the competition in me in that if you know I I have to try and do it as fast as I can as best as I can and sometimes that means it gets written in two halves that's my non-fiction typically and sometimes that will take four weeks sometimes it will take three months and other times it will take two years to write Trey and it will take two weeks to write Sirens you know Mm. so yeah 
Yeah, it's Parkinson's law. The amount of time it takes to complete a task is dictated by how much time you give that task to be completed. So like, like you yes, say- Yes, and if I you've given always yourself, try to stay the mm. smallest amount of time possible, yeah. Yeah, whereas I, I know what my smallest amount of time possible is and I need to give myself flexibility. Yeah, whereas now. I'm like, let's make it a challenge. Let's see if I can do it even faster, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Cool, so you have, your, you have your four umbrella topics. Yep. Hit me with one. Okay, yeah, so I would like to write seven books next year. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do that. I wrote six books this year, although two were short. Um, but I would like to write side characters, or no, I have half written side characters. So I'd like to finish side characters and then do the workbook, a book on how to self-publish. Um, I've got another nonfiction book on that list, which I'm not gonna identify just yet. Um, and it's companion workbook. And then The Scent of Death, which I'll be working on now and then maybe into the rest of the year. And then uh, the fourth book in my Keeper series is probably the last book I'll work on in the year. Um, and that does have a name, but it will remain nameless <laughs> right now. Cool. Is that just, that's, that's one of them. Shall I jump into one of mine? Yeah. Okay. So just to, uh, as well, because I think it'd be useful to highlight, like, like you say, there's no, in setting goals, all you're doing is, or overarching goals, all you're doing is giving yourself a direction and a North Star to point yourself by. So my, my strategic goals, I'm aware that there will be a lot of things on the way that will change. Um, like I, I, I genuinely imagine like I'm out on just, I'm out on the ocean in a boat and my goals, it's a North Star straight ahead of me. And along the way, I open myself up to other opportunities. So what I've got now is informed by the knowledge I have now, but if another opportunity comes across, what's really useful for me about these particular goals is that all I have to do is say someone says, would you like to collaborate on this series with me? I can literally think about that, look at my goals and go, is this going to point me towards that star or is this going to take me off track? Because that star is what I've told myself I want to do. And that's where I need to go. Um, and my first, my first big strategic goal is I want to uh, increase the um, net income on my business or net, net profit on my business by 20% um, by the end of December. And I actually think that's, hopefully conservative but at the same time like I'm, I'm after like steady achievable growth um if i smash that then i'll smash that but i put down like a few things that are particular actions i'm going to take to contribute towards that goal so one of them is um i'm going to actively because i'm poor at this at the minute and it's something i definitely need to improve on is um actively do monthly financial goals and review so every, every month revisiting how much I wanted to make that month, seeing where the income came in, looking at what I can do next month to achieve that, setting a financial target for that next month, um, and just hitting those check marks and using that to guide the 20% growth because it's just maths. Um, another one is promote my offer services, services. So I've done a lot of foundational building and actually this, like, I'm quite proud of the fact that Originally, when I started looking at like the book coaching and the offering services, like I'm doing short story edits, I'm doing the boot camp and everything else. Um, I hadn't planned to have any of that done until January. And I finished most of like the setup in September, October. So I'm well ahead on actually doing that. But what I'm not doing right now is promoting it and starting to get it out to people who might be interested in taking up on those offers and building that that um, network, that, that drive. So that's one thing that Obviously, in doing that, that then brings in more income and that contributes towards the 20% growth. Um, I'd like a full roster of coaching clients. At the minute, I have two um, and I'll be opening up to some more. 
Um, I've put between four and six because I don't want to overload myself. And obviously, because it is still quite early on in my journey, I want to make sure that I'm giving everyone the best experience possible. But just increasing that and getting to a point where I know what my boundaries are with coaching clients will be very, very useful for income and future setting and just understanding where, like, like I say, where that barrier is between taking on too many clients and offering like the quality service that I want to offer. Because the whole thing about book coaching is it's very bespoke. It's very one-on-one and like you do have to give you everything to your, to your clients. So it's not, it's not light work. Um, my productivity book will come out next year, which adds to all of those things. Um, helps me establish more of a name within nonfiction. Hopefully we'll bring in some extra sales uh, and just will help cement my own learning on productivity that I've had over the last five, five, six years. Um, and then affiliate marketing I've put in there as well. I want to, I've, I've got no foundational bedding at the minute for affiliate marketing. And that's something that I'm very cognizant of wanting to grow and increase and lay down so I can start bringing in some of that passive income just while I'm, I'm doing the other stuff. So that's awesome. what we know. Ooh, no. I, that's a lot of weird things to have together. I, you said like in terms of the categorization, you've got writing and income and like, systems all in one how have you classified that because they all markedly contribute to the increasing my profits by 20 percent. they're all things that are going to bring in revenue they're all stuff that work in cohesion to make sure that i hit that goal i can't that's like exploding my brain because that my brain does not think like that i think in terms of products type of work no Mm -hmm. type of work so i separated it by writing which is a type of work and then publishing which is another type of work Mm -hmm. and then courses and audio which are like two other different types of work like i can't you my brain hurts i'm hoping people are gonna take from this episode the different approaches that there are yeah and there are no rules no like my, to- my background in all this comes from um, setting sort of marketing strategic plans and things for my old organization and looking at, um, it, it was just the way that I taught, it was just a classical way through through the, the corporate world of you finding your main goals and just finding all the little different niches and things that pull together to make that happen. So it's not like, it's not necessarily going to be like, for me, increased profits by 20% doesn't mean which books am I going to publish to contribute to that. It's like, what parts of all of your business can you rein in to help combine to make that happen? And they can double up as well because um, one of them is less of a smart goal and I won't go massively into it yet, but one of them is like optimize current assets and promote my backlist, which also contributes to that 20%, but it's a much more uh, proactive operational thing for me to do that will just help everything else as well. Mm. Okay. Over to you. Okay. So publish then. Um, so I have big breath. Yeah, it is a big breath. So I said, I want to write seven books, but I want to publish 15 things. Um, and obviously that doesn't mean I haven't got stored up seven things. What I'm, so I'm just classing all of the publishing tasks. So there's publishing tray, there's publishing sirens, there's publishing side characters and the workbooks. So that's four, um, publishing the how to self-publish book. Um, then the two other nonfiction books. So the textbook and workbook, I've got, um, a keepers box set, publishing the scent of death, uh, side characters box set um the non-fiction that I haven't named box set 
um, a hardback for keepers, which will be published on the 27th of January. And then all three, which will then be four at that point of my nonfiction books have digital box sets, but I do not have paperback box sets. So I would like, so that would make it 16. So I would like to publish paperback box sets. So those last four are not difficult tasks. They do not take a long time, um, but I do need to source paperback covers that aren't gonna cost me an arm and a leg. Mm -hmm. um, and I have to just go through the publishing tasks for that. So yeah, that's my publishing ones. Nice. 16. It's ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous when I say it like that. Yeah, but it's it's different types of products, isn't it? And a lot of those you don't necessarily have to be too heavy in. So if it's like a fiction audiobook, that's not unless you're narrating it, that's someone else can do that work for you. Um yeah. is that the parcel guy? Yeah. Uh so my my second one, as I said, is optimize current assets and promote. And basically my goal for this is to look, reconnect That's with my back. so backlist. different. Sorry, ours is, is so different. It's really cool. I like it this. Is. I like this episode. I want to reconnect with my backlist and I want to take the stories that I've written and optimize them in the correct uh, mediums and formats that they haven't yet come out in. So one of those is all eligible works are going to be published on ebook, paperback and hardback. And I've already got like a full list of everything that I've written. I've got a columns next to them now of which are obviously they're all in bloody ebook, um, but which ones are actually out in paperback, which ones are out in hardback, which ones have an audiobook, which ones are worth doing an audiobook. So working through that and that also means clearing the deck of book three of the rot and getting that done because I do have a lot of loose threads that when I jumped in and started sort of heavily collaborating with with Michael on a totally different series, I did leave a lot of stuff just hanging in the background. And I think just mentally for me it'd be nice to know that everything is just attended to and tied up so I can then move forward and, and do some new stuff um I, I want to cement my publishing process which will serve a couple of purposes number one it will help with my book coaching um it will help with my book launches and I've never been good at documenting my process I generally just sort of wing it's the wrong word because it's informed by what I've done before but I don't have it sort of written down step by step of what I normally do. So I'm going to do that and come up with what my process is going to be. Um, one thing that's part of the next level author challenge, which is execute a marketing plan um, and create the content. So um, again, this comes back to promoting my backlist, making sure that I'm promoting everything I do because I do a lot and I don't promote it all that well. I want to get better at that, particularly in, in 2021. Um, as part of that, pick a day a week to block in and just schedule and plan and do social and, and stuff like that. Um, one that contributes to both this one and my last goal is uh, I'd like to get three sponsors over the year for Great Writer Share involved, um, whatever that looks like. So because Great Writer Share has an audience, um, it, I could very, very easily work with particular sponsors to promote their products that are beneficial for writers, things that I believe in. So I think that's a good one to aim for. Um, and I did put, and we haven't spoken about this one, but potentially something similar for next level authors, but that, that's a conversation that we, we'd have to have at some point. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm finding this deeply fascinating because there are some things that you are putting as goals that I expect myself to do. And so they're not goals for me, which is really interesting. So like the marketing of the backlist and things like that, like I do 
do some of that anyway. And um, and so like running my AMS ads or applying for book bubs or applying for Kobo promotions or whatever, like those are just things that I do all of the time. And so actually you're reminding me that yes, I've got a ridiculous list of shit that I wanna get done and I am forgetting that I still have a whole shitload of other stuff. Like I have not even included the fact I run a podcast on here, on my dog's <laughs> list, which is um, <laughs> a bit of a reminder, like you are, yeah, making me aware of the fact that I am not even close to acknowledging all of the rest of the stuff that I do. Haven't even acknowledged the fact that I have freelance work to add on to this that oh, i have not mentioned any of my freelance in this yeah no but this I mean, is more like my business centric yeah no but then <coughs> excuse me. That still. totally but like just in, when you're talking i'm like oh I, I i haven't even like i do that but i haven't put it on my list so i just i don't know like i'm just doesn't mean it's gonna make me take anything off the list but you know no, but it's useful to know where your bandwidth is yeah exactly that's yes that's exactly it all right, so then courses and audio. I would like to publish three courses and I would like to do two audiobooks. I'm gonna start with villains uh, because it's shorter than prose and just doing it once. I just wanna get one done. So might as well start with villains. And then I would like to think that I would do the anatomy of prose and heroes will have to wait until the next year. Um, so that's it. Three courses, two audiobooks. Cool, damn. Um, my last one's a bit more of a, it's a personal one, just because uh, obviously one of my big goals for this year, 2021, huh? it's really weird talking about 2021 in 2020. Um, but one of my big goals for this year is to buy a house. So uh, I've put literally the title of this one is just get my house in order. And that has several meanings. Um, number one, buy a house. Number two, I want to get a lot better at looking ahead, planning my weeks, my months and my quarters and using this stuff as a foundation to then inform each thing and kind of keep, because I think that's what I, that's one problem I've always suffered from is that I set a lot of this stuff and then two, three months down the line, I get so wrapped up in the minutiae of just day-to-day -day life that you then forget to pull back. And that's why the strategy days that we've had have been quite good just to kind of remind us. But at the same time, the last few strategy days we've had, we've been like wedged between very busy periods. So I think mm. even we haven't had the chance properly in that to, decompress to think widely and we should do a five year one well we just, just plan for five years no like <laughs> like we do so the long short term medium term and yeah. then like long term like one year five year ten year mm -hmm. absolutely um so yeah i want to get better at that i've put no evening work which i touched upon in one of the previous episodes and it's not it's not going to be a flat i'm never going to work in an evening i accept that um but what that does mean is that any chance to avoid it where I can move things elsewhere because I can, because this is my business and my time, I will. And I just think infinitely that will improve a lot of stuff. <laughs> like um, it just will. Days off. That'll be a thing. Wow. Yeah. Days off. Um, I'd like to get more routine with meditation and exercise um, and really factor that in and I've put bonus get a dog <laughs> I want that Aww. fucking dog please Aww. like I'm on huskies at the minute I've moved from what I was on 
but because of the pandemic everything's gone up in price so the mm. dog i was originally looking at was like 800 to a grand and now it's four grand Fuck. and huskies were around 500 and at the minute they're going for about two grand so yeah i'm waiting Shit. i'm waiting a little bit for i'm hoping that by the time i get house everything sort of pulled down a little bit um but yeah so that's my that's my personal stuff uh i've not really put personal stuff on here uh lose weight and fit my clothes i brought in new york is probably the only personal one i have um oh and get my red belt by the time oh hell yeah is it red belt yeah i think it's red belt by the end of it next year so then the last one is my numerical stuff i'm not gonna give too many specifics here um that's why we try to be accountable i'm joking (laughs) i'm joking Suffice to say, I'm just going to ignore my co-host. <laughs> um, I'm looking me. at my board because they're up on my board. So um, I want to grow my Facebook group. I want to grow my Instagram. I want to grow my affiliate marketing income. I would like to grow the number of sponsors on my podcast. I would like to grow my Patreon. Um, I would like to grow the number of speaking gigs, paid speaking gigs that I do because I'm not really doing unpaid ones anymore. Um, And then I would like to do a weekly piece of content marketing for fiction and a weekly piece of content marketing for nonfiction. I think the fiction won't start and probably until the end of the first quarter at this point, because I'm just not organized enough. I haven't, I thought I was going to do more. And then my kid was off school again. So I think lost all the time. Anyway, I'd like to finish the back end of my website. Um, And the big one is to very significantly increase my income um i'm trying to that's it i'm not gonna add any more detail i want to i want to really level up the income next year yeah i've um just added sell direct to my increased profits um because i yeah i need to put all that uh, in place but yeah i think i don't know like how do you feel about achieving all the things you've listed and getting it all done like are you are you optimistic about 2021 like obviously there's there's a reservation of covid and whatever that might do with particularly january in schools and stuff but broadly speaking how are you how are you feeling about 2021 yeah i mean the thing that i i say i i say i say unrealistic goals for other people's benefit like, I don't really mean that. I don't really think it is unrealistic. And I know that other people will look at me and go, she's fucking mental. And, you know, that's fine. Um, and sure, I may not get all of this stuff done and that's okay. But I swan around with a sheer unrelenting, like optimistic Um, outlook for what I can achieve and I think that is why one of the key reasons I'm able to achieve so much because I'm like well this is my goal list and therefore I'll get it all done and sure I'll probably only get 70% of it done but I'll still be really fucking happy with that Um, I don't know yeah I just I just tell myself constantly that I will get everything done that I want to get done Um, and so I just don't even allow in like you saying oh like how how realistic do you feel it is or whatever I'm like well obviously I'm going to get it all done because I'm just incapable of thinking that I can't. And even, and even though like you look back at all of the other years and I've never achieved all my goals in a year, but I don't care. I will still, I I am adamant. I remain adamant that I can get shitloads of stuff done next year and create fuckloads of books and courses and whatever. Um, 
so yeah like I'm pumped I love a new year I love a fresh start I love the first of the month I love like I hate Monday but apart from the fact that Mondays are really Monday-ish I love a Monday because it's another fresh start you know so um yeah I don't know I'm like I am pumped for 2021 because like there is no fucking way I'm gonna let another catastrophe like 2020 happen so I'm super excited for next year and also like now I want to go and add loads more detail now we've had this chat because I'm like actually there's loads of other things that I want to do more of there we go said its purpose what's your because we said about um and we said at the beginning about like one word or a couple of words that we normally sum up the entire year with what's your what are your overarching words for 2021 and what were your words for 2020? I think we might might mention it last week, but yeah. So I had three words this year, and then I had a theme. So my theme for this year was finishing shit, and my three words were content, income, focus. Um, I think the three words will. I think, I think that might remain the same actually. Um, so I think, I think my words are going to be content, income, and focus, and I think my theme overarching that is finishing shit because in order to increase my income I have to finish it in order to create content I have to finish it um and in order to get those done I have to focus so um I I I feel strongly that I I still like I finished a lot of things this year that I have been putting off that um I but they're not not all of them are done and and even when they are done I have lots of other projects and if I don't finish those projects I won't be publishing or growing my income so finishing like finishing whatever I start is really important to me so yeah actually and I don't think this has ever happened but I think I am going to keep the exact same words and theme for next year nice my uh, my 2020 was production I think I achieved that I I wrote and had published 25 books and I wrote 1.2 million words over 2020 <laughs> on top of great writer share on top of book coaching on top of this on top of like everything else and as we I, I won't belabor the point because we went into it um what would be on the feed a couple of weeks ago but like I tied myself out and I've I've learned how far I can push myself but that doesn't necessarily mean I want to or that mm-hmm. it's productive um because there have been a lot of days this year where I felt sluggish I felt so because of how hard I'd push the day before or whatever. So my my 2021, the word is balance. Um, and I want to take, I want to be very, very mindful of um taking time off, not working from, from dusk till dawn, protecting my time more, and being more focused and um what's the word? Sort of honed in on the times when I am getting work done. Because I I've said it before, but if you have a whole day where you know you you want to get 2000 words written in that day, it can take you the whole day or it can take you an hour or two, depending on how fast you write. Like if you constrain yourself and tell yourself the times that you have, then you just get stuff done. And I'd much rather be in a position in which I've finished all of my necessary work by midday. And then the rest of the day is free to either relax or either do more work. And that's a, a, a choice that I get to make. Um, I think that'll just make for a much better headspace as as I move forward and will make me more productive so that's a mine a bonus question that I've just thought of that I want to ask what do you want to say to Sasha who has just finished 2021 uh oh hmm 
Um, I want to say, oh my God, this is such an epic question. I want to say, well done for beating that prick. Ah, I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. <laughs> what that are is... you going to say? <laughs> oh, what am I going to say to end of 2021, Sasha? No, um, you dick. No, I'll do that. I will do that one first because I want to say that hopefully this is still going and I hope that we're still very, very close friends because uh, this has this has done wonders for me this year and it's it's been a good year, Sasha. Um, it has. And for 2021, Dan, um, I didn't even give myself time to think while you were thinking. I was just <laughs> enjoying your face melt. Uh, Should I give any context? I don't think I should. Should I just leave it there? I think you might have mentioned it on the show before. So if people can work it out. Yeah, okay. But I it, it's powerful. I like I like it very much. Um I hope that this year has energized you in a way that you haven't been energized in a while. Aww. Because so sweet. Yeah, I'll leave it at that as well. I won't go into much more. But yeah, we can play this back at the end of uh, 2021 on our goodbye show. Are we going to <laughs> are, are we going to do that list of questions we said we were going to do and do it every year? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. so we need to record one more episode, but at some point. Maybe mm. we do it for the start of January. We do it. Let's organise it for the first episode in the new year. Okay. Yeah, because then we don't have I'll... to worry about it over Christmas. We might, yeah, we might need to chat about it after. That's fine. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So for everyone who's obviously supported us through 2020, um, thank you so much for listening to the show, for becoming patrons, for getting involved, all the comments. Um, it, it, yeah. it, it's been awesome. 2021 is here. Let's freaking smash it for yeah. people. Yeah. For people who are hopefully still progressing with their next level authors level up challenge. You have a few more weeks until we draw the the winners and pat people on the backs. So ride that wave of momentum of January and New Year and make sure you get it done. And yeah, thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week. And here's, here's to another year, buddy. Here's to another year. Bye. Hungry for more? If you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more of my angelic accent and Dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts. For more of me, check out the Great Writer Share podcast. For more of me, listen to the Rebel Author podcast. We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become next level authors. What are your plans when you're 50? Debauchery, drunken antics, riots, rebellions, <laughs> and of course, revolutions. Revolution! <laughs> and maybe I'm some awesome. purple hair. <laughs> <laughs>